It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into the Thunder seeing SGA get a fourth place finish so far in fan voting for the All-Star starters, but that's very impressive for the Thunder, all things considered. Is Darius Baisley going to do the dunk contest? Your mailbag questions, and is Andre Robertson back with the blue? We'll talk about that coming up on today's Locked on Thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host. Media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD. Email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Price Picks, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder, seeing SGA ranked top four in Western Conference guards. Andre Robertson is back with the organization in some capacity. Darius Baisley. Might do the dunk contest. The Thunder are back on national television and your mailbag questions. Today's show is brought to you by Price Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 on Price Picks with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com with the Price Picks app with the promo code locked on. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We hear for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode follow me on twitter at rylan underscore styles and sga is ranked fourth in western conference guards behind only steph curry luka Doncic, and john morant the difference between sga and john morant is four thousand votes that is such an impressive result for the first returns of the all-star fan votes for the all-star starters SGA is right there, and then the players will get to vote, and the media gets to vote, and then the coaches will pick the reserves, and that's how the all-star team gets made. But when you factor in that Shea has not played in a national televised game yet by the time you know, at the time that these returns came out, he'll play in one tonight. When you factor in that Shea has not been on the big stage or any big platform as the guy, as this version of himself, when he played in the playoffs as rookie, when he played in the bubble, you know, his sophomore year in OKC, like that, that was not this, like what he's doing now was not what he was doing then. So the national NBA audience, the casual NBA fans, the typical fans who vote on all-star things have not gotten to watch him play at this level, at this peak. John Morant is a household name, is somebody who has the high-flying dunks, who's played in the postseason, who has that just global status about himself. And there's only 4,000 votes separating the two. With OKC being a very, very small market. 
So the Thunder and Shea are disadvantaged from the Thunder just not having a ton of national television games and only going to have one before the All-Star game and before All-Star voting ends. And on these first returns, that game had not happened yet. On these second returns on, on Thursday coming up, it will have happened, so we'll see if there's any huge uptick for Shea's votes once he's played on national television. But... For the Thunder, they're a small market, and they don't have the benefit that they did with KD, with Russ, with Paul George. Like all the, all three of those guys, yes, they played in OKC. Yes, it was still a small market, but they themselves had this ecosystem and an economy of votes that were going to put them in because that they were just they were just icons. They were they were just uh, transcendent talents. That that was there were fans. There were people that were fans of them that were fans of other teams that didn't even care about the Thunder. And there are people who care about the Thunder only because of those three guys. Like, only because of, oh, I'm going to follow KD's career, I'm going to follow Russell's career. And then, to an extent, Paul George as well. So, it's impressive. And I think that the Thunder fan base should be proud of themselves for the way that, that Shea is represented in these in these first vote returns. And we'll see how it goes on Thursday with the second votes. You're going to see returns come out every single Thursday from now until, I believe, voting ends on uh, January 21st. And so then at that point, you will see the actual starters get revealed and then they'll have the reserves get revealed and then they'll uh, do the whole all-star draft and all that pop and circumstance that comes along with that. So it'll be a lot of fun. Shea should absolutely 100% is going to be at all-star weekend. It's just a matter of if he's going to start and then you look at the returns and if he can leapfrog John and maybe Curry doesn't want to play because maybe he's still dealing with a little bit of an injury then you could see SGA leap into that starting uh, spot. So that would be that would be very fascinating as well. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun nonetheless. Uh, but I want to talk about, real quick, another story from last week. Andre Robertson was practicing with the OKC Blue. Uh, he was in town watching the Thunder and the Blue games, and so people kind of, that perked people's interest. And then uh, I asked the Thunder spokesperson about it, and they said that he was practicing with the Blue. So then I asked Blue head coach Cameron Woods about it, and Cameron Woods told me that the two have not discussed any sort of comeback plan, or I asked him, you know, has, has Andre expressed to you that he wants to come back and play in the G League or in the NBA? And and Kim Woods said they have not had those conversations. And then I also asked Kim Woods, what's, what's it like to have Andre practicing? And Kim Woods just went on and on about how great it is to have Andre there and how kind of having a veteran that's been there, done that, that has experiences to share and, and just tools to share with these young players to allow them to flourish in the NBA setting, in the G League setting. That's all That's all fantastic as well. What I think about this, I don't think that it is a route to get him to come back and play with the G League or with the, with the Thunder. Like, I don't think that he'll play in the NBA or the NBA G League again. I think that this is more of a test run of like, hey, we saw how good you were with Lou Dort in the bubble. Did you enjoy that experience coaching him up in the bubble? And... You, you, know, you might miss being around basketball. Like, let's see if you like being a developmental coach. Let's see if you like being in that coaching type of role. And if you do, then you can follow in Eric Maynard's footsteps and be a developmental coach and uh, really be hands-on with these guys and feel as though you're having your impact felt on this roster, on this organization, on this team. Uh, and, and so I think it's more of a test run of that, of seeing if Andre does or doesn't like being a coach and this can eventually get him into an official coaching role capacity uh, because having a guy like Andre that can be a developmental coach and can actually go during training camps and practices and practice and, and suit up and lace up against these guys and give them a, a true test like that is hard to come by 
And so if he likes that role, and it seemed as though he did whenever he was in the bubble helping Lou Dort get better and helping Lou Dort defend James Harden and helping Lou Dort navigate the NBA, like if he enjoys that role, this could be a very nice tool for the Thunder and a very nice way for Andre to stay around basketball and to continue to make an impact at the NBA level, at the G League level, and an impact on this organization. I asked Mark about it as well, and Mark said that I think that he thinks that it shows a lot of value in the organization that Andre could be anywhere in the world, and he's choosing to be in Oklahoma. He's choosing to um, come back and help the Blue and, and participate in this organization uh, in any capacity. But that shows well for the organization itself, which I agree with. I mean, it's it's obviously telling that all these guys want to come back. I think there's countless players within the organization front office, within the organization uh, on the coaching staffs of both the Blue and the Thunder, and just all around the organization, there are former players. And so it's been great to see this environment get made of this kind of family, tight-knit environment for the organization. Another tidbit. At Shootaround today, this is from Joe Mazzato on Twitter of the Oklahoman. Shout out to Joe. Darius Baisley was recorded after practice, you know, after Shootaround, practicing for the dunk contest in Miami with Trey Mann. And Trey Mann was throwing him lobs off the side of the backboard. And Trey Mann, I think, messed up the lob a little bit. And Baisley was explaining to him, you know, where he wants the lob to be thrown. And then they both kind of did a slow motion walk. Uh, and and, and a man did it in slow motion. Basically goes, yes, just like that. Throw it right there. And so as they were walking back to the huddle, which was or like back, back to their starting point uh, in that kind of corner of the floor. And Joe's in the other corner. You couldn't hear every little detail, but you did hear him say, when we're in Utah, which obviously leads you to believe that this was truly a dunk contest practice as Joe did caption, hey, they're practicing for the dunk contest. And then Baisley goes, when we're in Utah, where's All-Star Weekend? It's in Salt Lake City. It's in Utah. It's in Vivint Arena. And so it, it leads you to believe that Baisley might be in the dunk contest. And he's showing man how to throw these lobs and uh, showing man how to get right for the dunk contest. Look, I would love it. I'd love it if Baisley's in the dunk contest. I'd love to get more bang for the buck. We are seeing in the Rising Stars game, you're seeing uh, you're seeing Giddy and J-Dub for sure. Maybe John, maybe Trey Mann's there. I'm not sure, but Giddy and J-Dub will be there for sure. You're seeing in the in the three-point contest, maybe Isaiah Joe, probably not, but maybe Isaiah Joe. In the dunk contest, Darius Baisley would, would be there in this scenario. And then, of course, All-Star game, you're going to see SGA. So that'd be awesome if that all could happen. But getting SGA, getting Giddy, getting J-Dub, and getting Baisley there, those would all be... Fun situations to have occur, obviously. Now, how good would he do? I think he'd do better than Serge Ibaka did. Uh, I think that he actually has a lot of bounce that just we don't really associate because he doesn't do a ton of in-game dunks uh, in terms of like in-game flashy dunks. But I think that he does have a ton of bounce that could uh, play to his benefit at the All-Star dunk contest. So we'll see. We will see. Coming up, let's talk about the Thunder returning to national television and... Your mailbag questions all coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Prize Picks. Folks, Prize Picks is incredible. It is there for you. It's so fun to use. It is just you versus the projected numbers. So you don't have to worry about anyone who has the upper edge and more studying time than you do. It's just for fun. It is just something to do to enjoy the game even more. Listen, this is how it works you go to prizepicks.com. Pricebooks app. You pick two to six players, and then from there, you just pick if they will score more or less than their prize pick projections, and then you can win 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other players. It's just you versus the projections, and you can 
also have this for any sport. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, WNBA, soccer, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Eurobasket, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and offers fast withdrawals. And it is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download the app right now, the PricePix app. Or go to PricePix.com and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the code locked on. That is for you to deposit $100. Instant deposit. That means if you deposit $100, then PricePix will give you $100. In this case, if you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50, and so on and so forth. So do not forget to use the code locked on for that deposit match guarantee at PricePix.com or the PricePix app as well. Uh, go to PricePix right now and pick the more or less, for points scored for SGA tonight on national television. That'll be a lot of fun over there at Price Picks. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. The Oklahoma City Thunder return to national television tonight on TNT against the Miami Heat. This is going to be a tough East Coast trip. Um, I, I really think that this East Coast trip is going to kind of be a, a separator for the Thunder, good or bad. Like, like they're either going to separate themselves and be like, hey, for sure, a play-in caliber team. Or uh, a little shy of a play-in caliber team. Because you're going to go to Miami tonight, then a back-to-back at Philadelphia, at Chicago, then in the road trip at Brooklyn on Sunday. It's a lot of games. A lot of travel, a tough test. But tonight in Miami, the Heat are going to be without Pam. They're going to be without Kyle Lowry. They're going to be without Tyler Hero. They're going to be without Duncan Robinson. They're going to be without uh, Nikola Jovic and Caleb Morton as well. And against the Nets, they're going to be without Kevin Durant. And so you're seeing already some things change on paper than what, than what you had previously expected. But as for tonight specifically... On top of the lengthy injury report for Miami, I don't think that Miami cares anymore that they're on TNT. Like I, I don't think the players could even tell you that today's a national broadcast until they show up to the arena. Their fans certainly don't care. Like Miami Heat fans are terrible in the sense of um, they're not going to show up and pack the house just because it's a national televised game. They're used to it. They're used to it by now. They also don't even show up to like the second quarter of playoff games. So like their fans are not going to care. And given that injury report I just, I just listed off to you, if OKC can deliver that first punch, why would you play Jimmy a ton of minutes? Like, why wouldn't you give him also some rest if OKC gives you that first blow, given that you don't have Bam, you don't have Hero, you don't have Laurie, you don't have Duncan Robinson off the bench, whatever that's worth. And for the Thunder, I think that they're truly going to care. Like, I think that the Thunder are going to see SGA, Josh, Giddy, and Jalen Williams, those three guys especially, J-Dub, those three guys especially, I think will have extra juice to perform on the big stage of national television, 
to um, make highlight plays and make their impact known and get, I mean, I think that they would love nothing more than like to check social media after the game. And the biggest names of NBA media and NBA fan Twitter and everything else are all talking about them because you look at the schedule, you know, during this window, there's, there's no other game to watch tonight. It's this game on TNT. Like your other options are just blah at, at the six o'clock window. You know, it's OKC Miami. It's Detroit, Philadelphia. It's the Hornets and Raptors. Like those are all blah games. Like you're going to be watching. If you watch basketball tonight, you're going to be watching the Thunder and Heat. And I think that those three guys, especially will give more juice for, for the circumstances. I also think that this is going to be a fun game where the national media and national fans realize that this is more than just a spunky young team. They're very competitive and they do things that are, that are not outliers. Like the way that they succeed is not from teams overlooking them and just random acts of nature. Like the way that they succeed is very um, system based. It's a top 10 defense. It's getting out in space. It's getting out and pushing um, the the tempo a bit. And it's very duplicatable for the future of this Thunder team. It's going to be fun. I think that tonight will be a really fun game and a really fun game for you to watch on TNT. So make sure you check that out. We're going to recap it tomorrow for the recap podcast. We're here for you every single day and after every single game. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. Let's dive into your mailbag questions and start first with at LukeGoblin5531. Do you think Brandon Miller would immediately elevate this team into contention next year? I love Brandon Miller. Um, he's one of my favorite prospects in this upcoming draft. And this all depends on what you mean by contention. Like, are they going to contend for the finals? No. Uh, I really believe that teams um, need to have those learning experiences. And you're going to have to suffer through heartache and through and through tough second round Western Conference matchups. And then you can make the finals. And then maybe you can win one after you suffer through those as well. Uh, so, no. Like, it will not make the Thunder a title contending team. But if you mean like contend for the playoffs, absolutely. Like if you add Brandon Miller to this team, if you add in um, you know Chet Holmgren to this team, those two guys alone, plus with what the team's already shown you, plus the team being healthy, that right there, that nucleus can compete for a playoff spot, not just a play-in spot, like a playoff spot, top six seed. Uh, that 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 team would be able to contend for that. Uh, but if you mean contend for like a finals, no. Uh, at Sublime 50 Ills 1, give us an employee evaluation for the intern and would you recommend to hire? Uh, this is about Darius Baisley, I presume. Uh, okay, so with Darius Baisley, I'm out on Baisley and OKC. It's just it's just too awkward. It's just too weird. It's, he's falling out of the rotation. Like, I'm out on him in OKC. But I still believe, it's probably silly, it's probably stupid, but I still believe with a change of scenery, with a team that might take him and, and put him in the world that he needs to be in as this rim-running, um, dunker-spot-cutting five with his switchable defense one through five, he can really be a solid NBA contributor. I wish he was in Oklahoma City. I don't think that it will be, and, and, I, and I hope that he gets another shot somewhere else. That's how I feel about Darius Baisley. That's how I feel about the possibility for Baisley in the future. Uh, at Chris Tenick. How many OKC players will be in the rookie sophomore game, uh, also known as the Rising Stars Challenge? I think it's just going to be Josh and J-Dub. But, again, as the NBA starts to invite these young guys and you see the injuries around the league, like maybe they get down to Trey Mann, and I think that Trey Mann would want to go. And so then they invite Trey Mann, and and he can get there. 
Um, but all I would bank on seeing if, if you're somebody that wants to go out there would be Giddy and um, would be Giddy and J Dup. That'd be the only ones I bank on seeing at the uh, Rising Stars game, featuring the best sophomores and, and uh, rookies in the association. So we'll talk more about trade season. Uh, got a question about who other teams would be interested in, who the Thunder would be interested in shopping. Also, got questions about the more questions about the draft and our favorite targets for that. And of course, Victor Mignogna questions. Those are all coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, but a good friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is awesome. It is the number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Go there right now to find the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to NBA, NFL, college basketball, World Cup, everything that you need. World Baseball Classic, they have everything that you want, Euro League, everything. So it's this easy. You type in betonline.net, you go to their sports book, and then once you do that, you can bet on tonight's game, Thunder versus Heat. The Thunder are two-point underdogs in Miami tonight. Would you like to bet on the Thunder to win this game? I think that I'd take Thunder plus two and a half. We'll see if that's uh, going to come to fruition or not. But my personal favorite are these like individual weird specials. Uh, one of them being how will LeBron break the all-time points record? Will it be in a two-point basket, a three-point basket, or a free throw? I think that those are just fun. I think those are just fun and entertaining to bet on. You can do that at Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. Also, I want to tell you right now about good friends over at TurboTax. Go right now to TurboTax so that way you don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can rely uh, and relieve you of stress with taxes and file for you so you do not have to. Do not do your taxes. Show your eyes other things that are not taxes. Unpack that moving box, but do not do your taxes. You can go out and go to a fancy dinner, but do not do your taxes. You can sing a lullaby, but do not do your taxes. And hopefully get a nice full night's sleep without doing your taxes. Grab a saddle and ride a horse, but do not do your taxes. And go riding into the sunset because with TurboTax, they have an agent that will do your taxes from start to finish and ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feel free, and it feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it, already? Because you can go to TurboTax to not do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to get more info. Uh, Make sure that you check out TurboTax full-service products only. Uh, Video meetings with experts does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. Check out today, TurboTax. We're back on today's Locked on Thunder podcast, going over your mailbag questions. Let's see what else we got here. At Son of Dada, trade season is approaching. Who on the team are other teams interested in, and who would Sam Presti be interested in shopping? Um, in terms of who I think Sam Presti would be interested in shopping, it's just area space like. Uh, but other teams are interested in Mike Muscala. They're interested in Kenny Hustle. I just don't think that those are guys that the Thunder want to trade or would trade at the deadline. But like in terms of other teams being interested, it'll be Kenny Hustle, it'll be Muscala. Uh, Isaiah Joe will get some interest because of his elite skill and shooting. I just don't think that the Thunder want to move on from any of those guys. I think that the Thunder would only be 
interested in moving on from Darius Baisley. That way they can trade him and not lose him for nothing this summer. But I'm not sure what the package would be to, to get Baisley. I mean, I'm not sure who would be interested in Baisley. I think that he should receive interest. I think that a guy who can defend one through five, a guy who can who has a role carved out from the NBA, but he's just not playing it right now offensively. I think that that is all stuff you can talk yourself into if you're a contending team as a, as a swing guy off the bench. I hope that he gets um, to the destination he wants to be at. I think that with a change of scenery, he can improve his outlook and his NBA career, and hopefully it comes here in a couple of weeks at the deadline. Uh, also, at PT Sports 19 what would you like to see from this upcoming draft? And this question also is from at KBigs15. What neater position in the upcoming draft? Um, shooting, a huge deal for me. I think that we've seen that whenever you provide Shea with more shooting, his life gets easier, his life gets better. So if you draft a shooter, plus you have a shooter and Shed Holmgren come back, like all of a sudden now you've given Shea the tools to get even better. And also you've you've given yourself the tools to maximize your team around Shea. Uh, so shooting will be a big deal for me. As for a position... Um, you know, any kind of wing I think would be good, but mainly you're focusing on shooting where that's coming from, uh, for, in terms of shooting. And then at Sir TC, who are your favorite targets in that 13 to uh, seven to 13 range? So for me in that 13 to seven range, you're kind of, you know, all, obviously these ranges all depend on where you have guys at. So like some people will have Cam Whitmore in their seven through 13, if Cam Whitmore's in your 7 to 13, sign me up. I have Cam Whitmore number, Cam Whitmore number 3 right now. I love Cam Whitmore. Um, I love him, and I love his game. I think that Cam Whitmore would be a perfect fit for OKC. Uh, Grady Dick, I think, would be a perfect fit for OKC. I also love Derek Whitehead. Uh, Anthony Black would be good. Uh, I, I think that this this draft is very, very deep in terms of guys who you could see. And, and like, my personal favorites beyond Victor and Scoot, obviously, would be uh, Eamon Thomas, would be... Brandon Miller, Nick Smith, Cam Whitmore, Anthony Black, Grady Dick, like all those guys are really, really good. And I think that could fare well in Oklahoma City. So those are kind of the names that I'm watching for right now. We're going to have a, uh, we're gonna have a draft podcast on Thursday, and we're going to have draft coverage, obviously, all throughout the offseason and all throughout the rest of the season. We do pretty much bi-weekly draft po- uh, podcast right now. Whenever the season's over, that gets bumped up to weekly and daily whenever that, when the season's ends because we'll have our draft prospect profiles. We'll have all that fun stuff for draft coverage. And then at Pinlock on Twitter says, would you trade Shea for Victor Mignogna? And then another person asked how many picks for, for Victor Mignogna. Uh, no one's trading Victor Mignogna. Like the Thunder could offer every single pick that they're eligible to offer. They could not get Victor Mignogna. And then trading Shea for Victor would be the rare no-no. If you're the team that has Victor, no, because you have Victor for nine years versus Shea for four years. If you're the Thunder swapping Shea for Victor doesn't get you any closer to winning because it actually gets you further away because you're already going to add in Chet Holmgren. You're going to add in whatever, wherever your pick lands this year. You the possibility to move up in this draft, even if you want to, um, just not the one, the possibility to move up in this draft to get an even better player and to add to your core. Like, it just wouldn't work for either side. Like, no, they're not. No one would, would accept that trade on either side of the deal. Upcoming on Lockdown Thunder. Wednesday, we're going to recap the Heat game. Thursday, we're going to have NBA Draft Pod with Richard, with Richard Stamen at Mavs Draft on Twitter. Friday, Sixers recap. Saturday, Bulls recap. And Monday, Nets recap. Plus, we're going to be here for you every single day. So make sure you subscribe across all podcasting platforms. And until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.